The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 1063 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 1063 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Oh, good morning, Jim. I'm doing great. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Everything's wonderful here at Dickey Broadcasting here, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. Well, we're, we're glad to be here, Jim. It's, it's, it's a great time to be here. What a great team, too. We got, the, you know, the talk master, Neil Bortz, has, has come on with us now, and Kim Peterson, the Kimmer. And, of course, we got tugging around every morning with the morning extra, giving people the straight story, the honest with honest news that's going on in the world today. And it's hard to get honest news, Dan. Well, that is for sure. It is hard to get honest news. And even when you hear the honest news, it makes you want to throw up. Well, it certainly does, and I'll tell you something. Not to blow our own horn here, Dan, okay, but the All Four Seasons Home Show audience is growing every week, too. That's right. We no, don't, and I think it's because we don't change our tune. You know, we stay straight on, and uh, we kind of march to the beat of a different drummer, and, you know, we, we keep things straight here. And, you know, we always look far and wide for the best businesses, and, and we're real proud to have with us today a business that – Everybody in Metro Atlanta probably knows or at least has heard of. It's a second-generation business, been here for decades, and we're real proud to have Mr. Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music. Aaron, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This well, we appreciate you taking the time because I know you're, you're busy right now, right, and coming into your busy season It is soon. the busiest season. Yes. Well, why don't you kind of give people a, a short bio on yourself personally and the genesis of Dirt Cheap Music because I know it has a great story. Yeah, happy to do it. I am. Uh, I like to tell people I am Cobb County raised, product of uh, Cobb County school system in Smyrna, and grew up with this business. It was my dad's business. Uh, started in '84, and so I was, you know, been around it my whole life. We sang songs at the kitchen table and had a house full of instruments, and you know, I grew up helping schlep gear and talking to musicians, and all that was really normal to me. Um, but I decided to learn the other side of the business in recording and records and music industry. So I went to Tennessee to get my degree in that and uh, worked in music publishing for a number of years in Music Row in Nashville. Great experience, world-class songwriters, musicians, uh, and then decided that family was where I wanted to be and wanted to come back home and uh, bought my dad's business about 10 years ago, and we've been working together since then. Um, let me tell you, it's it's a little different to have your dad work for you. Uh, but it's, <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's different for him, too. <laughs> it is, but, it, you know, it's really been great and uh, really seamless, so we've, we've been able to keep all the continuity right in place that people like. Well, you know, your stores have been successful for decades. It's, it's, a, it's quite an accomplishment for a retail establishment, especially competing with natural chains uh, like you do every day. What's your secret? We are, you know, and you're not wrong, it is tough. Uh, but we are laser focused on our customers. Everything about everything that we do starts with them. 
we're not consumed with that trap of public perception. Um, you know, I may have should have changed my carpet out five or six years ago, but we decided to, you know, spend that money on something else that benefited the customer directly rather than what we looked like. That's just one example. But um, keeping them in our sites where we choose our products or um, what we want to feature, we're just listening to them. We don't really steer our business. Our customers do. And that has just made all the difference. Well, Dan, you could relate to that with your business, right? All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, you're hyper-laser-focused uh, on the customer, and that's what's made you successful, right? Yeah, I think um, that little bit of recipe never you know, never goes out of style, is if you take care of your customers, they're going to come back. And uh, we are very customer-focused, you know, customer-service-focused. Uh, and, you know, listen, on my business, it's... It's different, of course, um, but but some of the things are exactly the same way. You know, the same thing, right? You're 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 trying to make somebody happy so they'll be a customer for life. They'll tell their friends and their family and their relatives about you, and they're your best salesman. Yeah, absolutely. We we always talk about that. You know, our product is not really all the fun things that we sell: trumpets and guitars and keyboards and drums and microphones and whatever. We it's a lot, but what we really sell. Who we are is how people feel when they come in and how they feel when they leave. That's our product, and we really take a lot of pride in what that experience is like. And I think it's uh, increasingly rare, uh, not only for a family retail business to to have a brick-and-mortar location. That's rare. But, uh, you know, what we do, like you said, never goes out of style. But, you know, for us it's easy. That just is what we do. Well, how have you seen how have you seen the music uh, store business evolve over the years? What's changed? What's been the biggest change? Well, I always talk to people about trends. Um, this is a a business that that deals with passion. People get passionate about certain things about music. Um, for a long time, um, you know, we can start wherever, but let's just say seventies, eighties. It was all about bands. And uh, the passion the bands had for their music and all the new music coming out and concerts and festivals and uh, all of that was very accessible. People were buying records and, um, the, you know, the technology shifted. But I think one of the biggest things that we saw is, is our business is driven by what the popular music is because the majority of the people that want to play something or record something are passionate about doing that because of something that they like something that they heard, something that's popular. So as we saw the shift away from bands, and you know maybe the last big band wave was the Seattle grunge wave, where a new sound really came out, we moved into the era of the solo artist and tracks and just one person up front, and there wasn't even a band. It was American Idol, and you didn't get in a garage anymore with your buddies and a bunch of cheap instruments and and be terrible until you got better. You got in line and stood in front of a table for celebrities to tell you whether you were good or not. And it really changed everything in our business. We saw nobody was buying guitars anymore. Kids weren't coming in excited about playing drums. Every kid that came in wanted to get a microphone they could plug into their computer and put themselves on YouTube. Well, we see how karaoke has won in the bars and the nightclubs and the restaurants and changed out live entertainment, right, Dan? You always see a 
right? Yeah, I know. I know Jim. You, a lot of people wouldn't know. Okay, Dan, that's enough Jim, out of you. Jim, Jim's got a voice <laughs> like an angel. You guys, you you would not know that. I, I, I mean that truly. Jim has a great great voice, and he's. Uh, I know he loves karaoke and uh, loves music in general. But uh, yeah, the karaoke, the karaoke craze has 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 been in place for I don't know probably at least fifteen years. I Came would out say. of Japan, right? Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, that major trend um, has an impact in, in several places, certainly has in our business. I remember that kind of transition back in the 70s, Dan, when everything was live entertainment, and then the D, the disco came in, and everything was a DJ, and all of a sudden the bands were out of business, and people were putting in sound systems, nightclubs and bars, and it was a DJ, right? 100%, yeah, and, you know, we still service a lot of DJs, and there's a lot of talent out there in that community that's very, very creative. It's not just pushing play like perhaps it was at one point but um one of the i think one of the most exciting things we're starting to see in terms of those trends once again is kids coming in dragging their parents and they want to play rock and roll and they want a guitar and we haven't seen it in 20 years but we've got 10 year old kids coming in um boys and girls and they're playing 70s music as they try out guitars they know those songs they're fired up about it, and um, you know I just couldn't be more excited. I'm ready. I, I listen, and you, hearing you say that could not make me any happier. I've, I've been absolutely disgusted with the music, really, for the last like 20 years. Oh. I mean, I, everybody, and it, it, you know, I have heard younger people listening to rock and roll still, and it, and it, it's crazy. And I see the, you know, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, you know, these shirts on these 16, 17, 18 yeah. year olds, and I'm just. Like, how do you even know who that is? Or Led Zeppelin or, you know, any of these bands. And But I had no idea that that had kind of, you know, gone to, you know, back to them actually playing those instruments. And, and it was that popular at it's, this point. You know, it's, well, when I went up to work in the record business, this was one of the sort of data sets, if you will, that I drew on when we were looking for creative talent up there. Uh, I would talk to my dad about what he was seeing in the music store because creators create, and some of them write words, and some make up sounds, and some play instruments, and you know whatever that is. But there's a continuity there, and so we're right on the cusp, I think, of hearing some new, fresh music that rocks from young bands, and I just love it. Yeah, it's it's been a, a long time. I didn't know if it would ever come back, and you know I've done some traveling in in other countries, and I would. I was like, man, I'm in Colombia, I'm in Brazil, I'm in these uh, Peru, I'm in I'm in these countries like that. I'm hearing rock and roll more than I hear it in the United States when yes. I go in somewhere, you know, and they're playing rap or whatever else. And I, I was just blown away. I'm like, why is rock so popular in all these other countries? But now we're, you know, it's not for our younger people here. And, and I don't know how that happened. I mean, you have any idea? You think it's just the solo artists, the American Idol stuff? I mean, is that it or is I, there more to it? No, I think, I think our, you know, our media is very influential. And so what they show, especially kids, is what they think there is. And if they're blasted with America's Got Talent and American Idol and The Voice and everything, this is who gets famous – um, or, you know, whoever the latest TikTok star or YouTube star is. It's a celebrity culture, right? They, it's, you know, that's what they're going to be interested in. I mean, you can't blame them. It's just you know, your experience. Um, so there, there's a void there. We're ready. What is old is new again, always. And I think it's been just long enough to where 
Uh, kids feel like they're discovering something that nobody else knows about, and that's going to be exactly what they want to do, and it's going to be rock and roll. Well, I hope you're right. Meet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Me ready too. for it, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're up against the break here in a few seconds here, but if you're just joining us, we're the this is the All Four Seasons Home Show. If you're sponsor, Dan Watkins, I'm Jim Nearkos, and this week's guest is Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music. And when we come back, folks, don't go away. We're going to talk about why music is more important to your kids' music education than you ever dreamed. All right? So don't go away. We're going to be right back here with Aaron. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and I want to remind you that the um, All Four Seasons Home Show here on Extra 106.3 FM is also simulcast, so we're also on 1230 AM. So if you're out a little further out of town and you're not getting a strong signal on the FM, check out 1230 AM. And, of course, our app, the Extra 106.3 FM app, you can uh, stream the station uh, 24-7 no matter where you're at. Right, Dan? That's right. Uh, Whatever way you can get a signal, if you can't catch us, you know, uh, live, then go look us up and check out the podcast and and look back. And when we, um, you know, if you're looking for somebody that maybe you missed the show and and you want to hear them afterwards because it's maybe a product you're looking for or a service, then um, make sure you go back on and we'll get you some good knowledge and you know, make sure you don't get ripped off. Yeah, just go to the Extra 106.3 website. All the shows are there, all the past shows, every topic you can imagine. Right, Dan? That's right. And, of course, Dan already mentioned the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. We put all shows out on that. So, uh, you know, check it out. But anyway, for those of you who might be just joining us, we've got another great company, another great guest, subject matter expert with us this week. We're talking about music and the benefits to your children and how it's changed and, and going to talk about a lot more. We're here with Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music. And uh, you might as well say it's a Cobb County institution, been around for a long time. And, you know, Aaron, Dirt Cheap has pioneered a unique concept offering folks good, clean, used instruments and equipment at an affordable price, unlike competitors who usually only offer new merchandise. Talk about the success of that. Used gear has been. Uh, really a staple in our business for a long time. And uh, to your point, not a lot of people do it well. I think there's a lot of challenges with having confidence in buying something that's pre-owned, especially if maybe it's not your area of expertise. You just have to have a lot of trust in who you're getting it from. Uh, You may need some extra education to feel good that everything's in good working order. There has to be service in place to make you feel good in case there is a problem because you already know it may have some wear and tear or some hours on it. Um, so there's a lot more that goes into it rather than just having every box contain the same thing fresh off the 
factory line. Uh, and that's easy. You know, then at that point, I think a business is just selling units and it's not really the thing. We, we put our hands on the thing and maybe someone else has too. And I think there's a certain charm in uh, equipment creating music that people enjoy. And then for whatever reason, when they're done with it, someone else gets to do the same. And, and, and I like to think of it as it's kind of continuing its life or its purpose. So we put a lot of intentional work into things to make them look and feel and sound just like a new one, if it's possible. But you get the benefit of saving a whole bunch of money. Well, that's what I was just going to say. You make it very affordable for parents who, who want to introduce their kids to uh, music and an instrument. And, and, and just hitchhiking on that thought, you've developed quite a relationship with the school programs over the years. That's right. How does that work? Talk about that because I'm, I think that's wonderful, and I know Dan's going to want to hear about it too. Well, we take a lot of pride in our efforts in this area, and it, it, you know, to your point, it fits right in with what we were talking about with used gear. Um, what school music and any kind of used musical instrument have in common is it allows more access. So let's say you have anybody, child or adult, that's interested in making music. Uh, maybe they're interested in starting a podcast and they need that equipment, or maybe they're interested in DJing or playing trumpet or violin. doesn't really matter. They can have all the drive in the world. They can have the creativity. They can have the time to do it and practice, but what could they be missing more often than not is access. Do they have the money to do it? Does mom and dad have the money to do this? Is it, can we, can, can we do it? Can we pull it off? So the used gear allows more people to make more music. And then uh, everything that we do regarding working with the schools and those band and orchestra programs in Cobb County is to try to create more access for kids who maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to participate by driving down prices and keeping the quality up. And it's we put a lot of work into that, but we take a lot of pride in it. But there are studies that, that when, when kids are introduced to music at a, at a, at a young age, there are studies where it, it, it affects all different dimensions of, of their development, right? I mean, it's not right. just them learning music, right? Can you sure. tell yeah. us about that? No, you're bit? absolutely right. Um, and I love to talk about that because um, sometimes parents – just haven't been exposed to that information, but once they are, everybody gets excited. They're ready to support their kid. Um, when a, a child, when a young mind is exposed to organized music, they're learning to play or even at a simple level, it does a couple different things. First, their test scores in math and science go up, period. It's amazing. It? Why? Um, well, from the research that I've done, they, it's a very strong correlation between understanding an organized system. We're talking about music right now. So musical notes, their spaces, the, the language of music. It's something new. You're, in essence, learning a foreign language that is paired with some kind of muscle memory, organizing your hands or your feet to do something over and over, very much like a sport. So you have, you're learning a foreign language and you're playing a sport at the same time, and you're often doing it with other people. So the team aspect is there too. And that gets momentum happening quickly. And the child's mind opens up to the possibility that they can quickly have fun learning very challenging technical things, but it's really not that hard. And the getting that success happening quickly spills over into other technical 
studies that they have, like math and science, which use the same principles of let's teach you the language of what we're doing that's very technical. Let's get you involved with um, working on new problems to solve or new challenges. And then all of these disciplines have a creativity component. Let's teach you the rules and the language. But now it's up to you to come up with new things. And so that creative space, I think, builds confidence into kids at the same time. So you develop all these skills at the same time uh, in a surprisingly short amount of time. And it, it just improves everything that you can do in your studies and in your life. Yeah, how do you, you know, speaking of that, if you've, if you've, if you've got a kid, right, obviously he has no idea what he's doing, um, can it be difficult, that kind of the beginning of that process to get them going, um, you know, just that yeah. initial until you can get them hooked, right? I mean, once they're hooked, they're hooked. Yes. But, but how do you, you know, what do you think is the best way to go about that? I mean, is it... Uh, a once a week thing? Is it a couple times in a week? How long would you structure kind of the practice or lessons and, and things like that? What mm-hmm. do you think would be the best way to go about that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that fortunately and unfortunately, it tailors to the individual personality. So the first thing you want to do is um, make sure that there's not, we're removing obstacles. So are they comfortable? Is this the right instrument for them? Uh, are they already fired up about it? A good example would be mom or dad comes in, um, Johnny wants to play guitar. Hey, Johnny, uh, nice to meet you. Why do you, what, what is interesting you about guitar? Oh, well, he wants to play rock and roll. Mom says, well, but he, we should really start him on an acoustic, right? No, we should let him play rock and roll because that's why you're here. Um, and if, if we get something that fits well and the kid's already fired up about it, then uh, directly what you're asking about is just matching that frequency of exposure to the organization of it. How often do we have a lesson um, to the teacher? And we offer lessons at Dirt Cheap. Uh, we offer a lot of different instruments, but we may not be the best fit, and that's okay. I always encourage parents, put lots of instruments in their hand. See what lights them up. You'll know. You don't have to know anything about it to just see your kid light up. And talk to lots of teachers they're all going to have different personalities and finding that fit, whether it's a, a contractor or a trumpet teacher, finding somebody that you really vibe with and that you can trust, even if you're 10 years old, you know, and the parent will know. And when you see the kid light up, that's the right fit. Dan, do you got any rockers? You got a couple of rockers over there or not? Well, it's interesting. My, my, my mother just for Christmas got Jackson a guitar and he was, you know, playing around, messing around with it, you know, during the Christmas break. And then it just got sat down on the corner and it has been picked back up. So mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking this would be something that I think would be great for him is to, you know, just get him out there learning an instrument. And, you know, but but, but I also, as I asked that question, I was thinking about my son because he's, you know, he, he he's, you, you just got to push the right buttons with him, you know, to get him, to get him going. So I think, um, you know, that's just w- what I, you know, kind of thought about in the question. I was thinking about my own son. How do you get him involved? How do you get him past that frustration point? I've got a younger son who's, you know, Mr. Practice, you know, in sports. I mean, if he wants to do something, he's going to go all the way in on it. But my older son, he, you know, he likes to go from here to here to here to here, you know. I mean, he's not going to go full on to something unless he has a, a you know, develops a, a, a true passion for it. So, yeah. you know, and I also, I could 
in, in my head as you were talking. I was thinking about the, you know, the kid that wants to play the drums, but the parents are going, oh, my God, there's no way. This is like and, shooting and guns <laughs> in the house. Yes, right? I am right. not getting a drum set, right? But <laughs> that's their passion, right? They wanted to play the drums, and, you know, instead they're making them play the clarinet or the violin or something like that, yeah. you know? Well, yeah. you know, it's funny. I got an interesting story because you're talking about the drums. I started off as a drummer. So I was a drummer in the school band, okay, in the marching band, right? Right. The concert, and then the concert band, I played the timpani, the kettle drum, you know. And I wanted a set of drums so bad. And my mother said, absolutely not. You're not driving me nuts with that right. set of drums every day. And my old sister, who was about 10 years old, she got me an acoustic guitar, and I kind of taught myself the guitar. And my dad couldn't believe I actually taught myself to play, so then he got me lessons and I got better. But it's kind of funny because a set of drums takes up a lot of room. It takes a lot of patience from parents, right, oh, to want to wanna, you know, put up with, it, with the drums. It's, There's always some level of commitment from the parent. And, I, you know, I'm a parent. I talk to other parents. The number one concern is, well, yeah, how many things have we started that didn't stick? And, yeah, it's a risk. We may try and it may not stick. But nothing's going to stick if you don't try. And just from my own experience, my parents got me piano lessons when I was six. And, I okay, I grew up in a musical household. I hated it. I wouldn't practice. I don't think I liked my teacher very much. I don't remember a whole lot about it. I was six, but I just knew I didn't like it. Time goes by. I'm still fiddling around with things. School band. I'm going into sixth grade at Griffin Middle School. And... um. We have huge participation in school band and orchestra programs in Cobb County, by the way. It's it's one of the best counties in the nation for music education. Uh, so I got swept up with the excitement of being a part of something that was really good. I started on trumpet. I played it my whole sixth grade year. I hated it. <laughs> I go to my dad the summer, two weeks before school starts. I don't want to do this, but I still want to be in band because most kids play for at least two years that start because uh, they have momentum. So I want to play drums. And he has his master's in percussion. So I'm talking to the guy, and he goes, well, you really want to do this? I, yeah, Dad, I want to do this. He goes, okay, I'm going to make you practice like you have never practiced before because you're not walking into that room and not being ready for seventh grade. So we're going to do a year of material in two weeks, and you're probably going to get blisters or whatever it was he said. That's what was in my mind. And, and we did. He put me through my paces, but I was able to walk in there and do it and loved it and ended up playing drums for years until I got tired of hauling them around and switched to guitar. And there we go. I've been there ever since. But I had to try lots of things to find my lane. And it's, sometimes that's just the way it that's goes. That's it, Dan. You need, J- Angela, I'm sure she'll be 100% <laughs> supportive of a set of drums in there that Jackson can beat on every day yep, yep. while she's trying to take her nap. Yep, that's right. That's right. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll work great. No, me and Jackson will be out of the household. Hey, you get them and it doesn't work, I'll buy them back. That's go. how it works. You know, I, speaking of the, the used, one question, I just, just fire right back to that. How do you, when you're, when you're judging these instruments about – Hey, what are these things worth? Or, you know, when someone comes in, I mean, what are some of the things you're going through with these products just to, you know, evaluate their their cost or their wear and tear? Yeah, that's a good question. It really just comes down to our experience level. And that's not, not bragging in any way, but we have to have it. So, you know, just imagine not only do I have to know everything about that particular, say, set of drums, but I need to judge it and rank it against every other set of drums 
for the last 30 years and what their market value is and where this fits and then what we have to do to refurbish it and get ready to sell reputably. Yeah. And there's just a lot that goes into it. But we can do it fast because we've done a lot. Quick question, Aaron, because I know Dan's going to get a set of drums for the boys, okay? I like it. What what are the what's the brand of, of drums that you think would be is you know you have Gretsch, you have Ludwig, Slinger, yeah. the Yamaha, you got you know all, all these Japanese companies have come in and stuff. What's a what's a great set of drums? Well, you know that's a good question. So the to if you don't mind me jumping this just a little bit. Okay. When I get that question, say you come in, my first question to you is, how, what is your tolerance for noise? Because this is going to sound like shooting guns in the house. They're loud. Cymbals are loud. Do you have a place to reasonably do this without cutting them off five minutes in saying, I just, you got to give me a break? Be honest. Mm-hmm. So now we have that fork in the road. And if it's, yeah, we got a great place to put them and it's going to be fine, we can talk about it. So, uh, you know, Ludwig. Iconic brand. Beatles yeah. played Ludwig. They're still doing a great job. We sell Mapex drums. Uh, it's a great company distributing them out of Tennessee. It's very family-oriented. We really like everything that they have going on. Um, Gretsch does a great job, and we sell those. Um, I remember the old Rogers and Slingerland. They're not even around anymore. Are no, they? no. They those were brands big, got big names. It was a big deal, and some yeah. of those sets can be worth a lot of money if yeah. you've got one you yeah. know, stuffed in a closet somewhere. Um, you know, we'd be happy to tell you what you have. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, the school programs have been a large part of your of your service, but your clientele is quite diverse, correct? You deal with a lot of professional musicians and weekend musicians and I mean adults, I'm talking about. Talk about that yeah. part of your business. Well, and it's it, it might be the most interesting part of what we do is, you know, you never know who you're yeah. gonna get and what they're into. And it's there's so many things, as niche as it is, and it is kind of a small community of people that play seriously and are creative and maybe maybe make a living or just a serious weekend warrior. Um, we do lots of different kinds of things to try to appeal to all these different kinds of people. You deal with a lot of different in. characters, right? Oh, it's just never ending. And people tell us that we should just turn on cameras and leave them running and then edit a TV show out of the shenanigans Your own reality that go on. Show. It is just a hoot all the time, people coming in. Um cast of characters but you know when you deal with sort of inherently creative people that have some industriousness to them they're going to fiddle with hardware uh you just you see it all uh and it's really great i think it's it's a part of what makes our store so fun is that you just never know what's going to be going on when you come in there and it's always just a big barrel of laughs well you know what i find, what I find amazing you've you've been able to be successful with one location but people come from all over, all over Metro Atlanta to come to Dirt Cheap Music, even though you, you've got that one location. Well, that wasn't always our recipe. So, you know, at one time we had eight stores, uh, and they were all around Metro Atlanta. And that surprises a lot of people. Some of them turned into franchises. A lot of those franchises turned into other local music stores after the franchise ran out. And people may know about those. Um, again, small community. But coming Back to our core mission of being laser-focused on our customers, what my dad found out was that the logistics of managing multiple locations was better served by moving into one location and eliminating all that complexity. We could spend more time on listening to our customers and giving them exactly what they needed, and I think that was the game-changer. You know, I think, too... With something like this, a purchase, these music purchases. I mean, this isn't like going to Costco every week or the grocery store. I mean, you you know, you're you're not 
you're not having to make that drive. Let's say you're on the other uh, other side of town. I mean, if, if 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 you can go, let's say pick up a used instrument, or you got a great selection, or whatever the situation is, you're not going to mind driving 40 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes or 25 minutes to go to the right place. And I'm I'm assuming that's that's yeah. more or less what you're talking about. If you you know you can you, everybody can make that drive you know a couple times a year or what you know how, however often they need to go get a new product or get. You know, I don't know if you guys tune in instruments up or repair them and all that. Yeah, all so that. we're we're one stop, so that that makes it a little easier because it, you know Atlanta traffic's not getting better, and we know this. <laughs> um, and so our service radius has changed. It it moves around as different road construction projects go on, or, or whatever the case may be. We have one going on adjacent to us right now that's borderline nightmarish. Um, it'll be beautiful when it's done, but. Um, being a destination, I think, is important not only for what we have inside the store, but the people that are there to help you. Um, you know, our our average tenure of the staff in the store is right around 12 years. People see the same faces. You develop a relationship with somebody you can trust. Um, and we have a good time. So sort of that element of you never know who's going to be jamming in there or what quasi-famous person or famous person is going to be inside. Uh, just w- we have a good time. And if you have a good feeling when you come in and when you leave, yeah, you don't mind that little drive. Well, what's unique about your business is you've been able to maintain the same staff for years. That's indicative of a very healthy business and, and, and creating an atmosphere of, that's productive and a good workplace. Talk about how, how do you hang on to the same people, the same qualified people for so many years? Our culture is very important to us. So uh, in our culture, we have a lot of family values that we talk about on a regular basis. We tell stories about um, our business and the things that we have in common among the staff. Um, We help each other outside the shop. We bring each other vegetables from our garden. We play together outside the store. We have hobbies. Some of the guys branch off and exercise together or go shoot guns together or whatever it is. Um, but that that family spirit and being really centered on our core values about who we are and maybe even more importantly, who we are not, because we're not trying to be all things to all people. We're comfortable with what we do and how we do it. And that doesn't mean that we're not trying to always improve, but we're proud of where we've come from. And we're proud to be a, a Southern company with a little Southern charm. And we're proud to have a little bit of weirdness in there from time to time because we're a creative group of people and that authenticity I think shines through and, and and people enjoy their work they have the freedom to come up with ideas and to be themselves and express themselves at work and I, I think that's rare so yeah you know I, I this your type of business uh, Jim this this is the kind of thing right I mean they want to push everything online right just they just right. order online, right. you know. You and I don't play music. I'm, I'm no musician, but I I gotta think you gotta have that thing in your hand, right? You gotta have somebody there to talk to you about that. I mean, it's just it's it's too important than just ordering a shirt online or a, a, a pair of jeans and then sending it back, right? If it doesn't fit right, I mean that that to me is is what probably makes your business extremely successful. Having all those knowledgeable people with the instruments right there. Absolutely. It's all about our people. Um, it's uh, They do such a great job helping people make a professional buying decision when the buyer's not a professional. And it's so relaxed. 
Nobody's on commission. They're not gunning for your wallet when you come in. It's just an easy family vibe where we're having fun. You come in, bring your own gear. You want to plug in and test it out with your stuff? Come on. Um, you want to meet a, a buddy up there and just fool around and have a good time? Come on. You want us to teach you how to put strings on your guitar or how to take your trumpet completely apart and clean it so that you don't have to bring it to us for service? Come on. You know, I hate to interrupt you, Aaron, but we're on the we're on the brink of a break here. We're, you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We have Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk about another part of Aaron's business that I bet you didn't even know about. Don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus. We want to invite you to join us every Saturday morning at 9, right here on Extra 106.3 FM with a different subject matter expert, a different topic, explaining to you how you can make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. Right, Dan? That's right, Jim. We're uh, we're looking out for our listeners, and uh, really, we do get some great information every week. If you're listening to the subject matter expert, you're going to get some awesome tips on how to make good buying decisions, or um, you know, again, not getting ripped off, or or just picking the right product. And all businesses are personally vetted here by us, and we don't bring anybody on here that's going to steer you wrong, right, Dan? We wouldn't have them on the show. And speaking of people that will not steer you wrong, we have Mr. Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music, in case you're just joining us. Aaron, we've been talking about the music business, but you've got a whole different division of your company that does kind of a different thing. I'd like you to talk about it and, and talk about the services and products you provide on that end of the division of Dirt Cheap Music. Sure. So uh, Dirt Cheap is our, our brick-and-mortar location in Smyrna. This is a a walk-in service, you can come in, you need a microphone for church, you can pick it up off the shelf. You want a guitar to take home with you, we have it in stock, here we go. But the other side of our business is DC Pro. And on the professional services side, this is where we do all the things that you can't walk in and buy. These are installations of commercial sound systems, video systems, lighting systems, and live streaming camera packages. And so we offer these services to churches, restaurants, vineyards, theaters, schools, uh, any place where you hear sound coming out of a speaker. You see a picture on a screen. Uh, you have a need to be on camera and live stream somewhere else. That's what we do. And all of that work is custom. 
Uh, but it's powered by Dirt Cheap, and we bring all those same values into that side of the business. Uh, keeps everything really straightforward. Yeah, you know, I'm sure, you know, one of the places you're going often with this um, this service is churches, and I, and that has changed a lot. I can remember church, our, our church, you know, 30 years ago was like one of the first churches to really bring the music, bring the guitar out, okay. you know, some drums, and it was like, wow, people would come in and be like, I've never seen anything like this before, but that's pretty standard now, and, and I think I think at a lot of churches, right, the sound yeah. systems and the the musical presence is much, much different than it was 30 years ago. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I think a, it's a, a big challenge for um, a lot of places of worship is trying to appeal to everybody. Because if you have somebody that's maybe a, um, a little older or a little more conservative, they may not want that. Yeah, they may not <laughs> want that. They might not want some rock and roll Jesus church in there. But a lot of people do, and they, they feel the spirit and they receive the message better when there's more going on. They like the power of live instruments. They love um, what different lighting does to make them feel differently. Um, And so, you know, that's the goal in a church is to have systems in place that um, get the message to your people. The visual too, right? I mean, are you you working on all that too? All the the visual, the the big jumbotron kind of kind of things that are pulled down. And yeah, it's it's become very very commonplace, and you know churches have to make that decision of what's right for them. And a lot of them will have two spaces to do that in: one that that rocks and has the big video screens and lots of lighting, and then maybe another one that's a different traditional sanctuary feel. Some try to put the two together, and that's and that's fine too. We're here to help, but definite changes over the last, especially even the last couple of years, COVID changed everything because you couldn't meet in person so what's a church going to do well we still have to reach our folks the pastor still needs to talk we need cameras we have to we have to put together a tv show for the first time Mm. we don't know how to do any of this what are we going to do unfortunately we were able to step in and help you know that that is a big change and i have talked to some pastors jim that you know they're having a hard time getting people back into the church Right now, and they just still they kind of got comfortable sitting on their couch, and, and I actually don't think that's a great thing. Truthfully, I think people really need to be in person. You need you need that interaction so to kind of keep into yourself. But uh, but I, I mean, it's great. It's great that it is it is possible. But I, I do believe that double edged sword there. Yeah, uh, you know, and I have that conversation. We you know maybe a pastor comes to me and says we have to be online. We've been we've been doing Facebook Live on our cell phone. And it just doesn't look good enough. People are watching other services because it doesn't sound right or doesn't look right or whatever. And we have to have that conversation. Are you, do you really want to teach your congregation to not come to church? Well, that's a big decision. Uh, maybe there's outreach, but there's a lot of competition in that space, too, with huge budgets where it really is a TV production. Uh, and, you know, maybe you don't need to compete in that space because, like you said, that, that spirit of coming together is really what church is all about. And I think that's really, you know, where our strength is, is in the audio, um, in the video that's inside the sanctuary, and just making sure that the message gets to the people the best way that it can. Now, if a, night, if a nightclub wants to install a sound system so they have, like, um, 
uh, a DJ system and lights for dancing, dancing and, and that type of thing, or a permanent karaoke system where a KJ can just come in, not even to bring their own equipment. Yeah. Do you do that with the bars and nightclubs and all that too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Sounds coming out of speakers. We and can lighting, scale. lighting and all that. In the lighting clubs? packages too. Yeah. Jim, you should get that at your house. I see that potential trap. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the set of drums, and now we put in the, the disco ball. No, no, we were talking the lights. The strobe lights are Jim's yeah, no, house just while put... he's doing karaoke. That's right, man. That's right. And this, and the, and and Angela's got to have a fog machine. There's no <laughs> doubt about it, right? The kids would like that. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's great. So, like, if the if how big uh, big a customer can you handle? Like, if the Cobb County Civic Center said, you know, our our PA is antiquated, Aaron, can you come in here and update this and? change it out sure we do really large venues and and have um it's you know everything's going to be dictated by budget it's a project so you know here's our our needs list and our want list and then here's what we can afford um but we can help you you know navigate that and uh, we can scale up to really big clients but we also really specialize in that one-on-one so if you're you're a, a small dentist office or you're a church with 30 people that's just getting started uh, this is your first restaurant venture, and you're not really sure what to do, but dollars are limited. Hey, it's powered by Dirt Cheap. That's what we do. Well, you know, we're coming into the show, and it's been great for you to come out and, and give us all this great information. Aaron Rathbone of Dirt Cheap Music. I know that you mentioned during the break you'd like to give our All Four Seasons Home Show audience a special offer. What do you got in mind for them, Aaron? I, I would love to do that. Uh, if you if you contact us any way that's comfortable, give us a call, shoot us an email, come in, mention uh, the show, and we'd be happy to give you your choice. You could either take 10% off your purchase that day, or uh, we'll give you a free music lesson. Whatever works best for you or your family. Dan, uh, there you go. I know. Dan, I can, I can see you taking the advantage of that free music yeah. lesson on the congas. You look like a conga guy to me. You know? I, don't, I think my music career is already <laughs> over, Jim, but my, I got two little boys, so yeah. it might not be over for yeah. them. And how do people get in contact with you? Best way to do it is call. That's how you're going to get to know us and get the information quickly. And that phone number? 770-433-0196. But you could also find us online at dirtcheap.com. And cheap is two E's, like our logo, the chicken play and bass. Cheap, cheap. Aaron, thank you so much. You've been great. We, we hope, appreciate We you. hope we can invite you back in the future. Oh, this is great. Appreciate you guys. Right. Folks, thanks for joining us. And don't forget to tune in next week here to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Have a great week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required.